Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Well, I am going to tell you, I don't miss uploading these podcasts to YouTube. (laughs) This week that I've been in jail, what I do is record the podcast on Spotify then it automatically goes to all the podcasting sites, but it does not upload to YouTube. I know there are some YouTubers out there who don't do podcasts and vice versa. Some of you listen to all of this stuff. So bottom line, these podcasts are not going to be up on YouTube until I can get back on YouTube, which is going to be over the weekend. Anyway, let's talk about stalling out. Maybe you're in some sort of a funk right now. Maybe you started gaining weight. You started going off of your nutrition plan. You decided not to move your body. You decided this prayer stuff is too hard. I'm going to do it later. Or I'm in the prayer stuff and I'm just not getting anything out of it. Soul, mind, and body. Every single day, and I'm not joking, is a different day. Think about how many times you wake up. One day you wake up tired. The next day you wake up four hours before you're supposed to get up, not tired at all. The next day you have a lot of things on your plate and you're a little anxious about it. The day after that, maybe you're a little sad because you got into a little bit of an argument or a discussion with a spouse or a friend or someone you work with, or you have a big project that is overwhelming and you're worrying about it, or something even bigger, you are totally consumed with worldly cares. That one is the big one. Worldly cares. In other words, I best get up and immediately start my to-do list because I have so much to do. And it may be legit. I mean, come on. I'm not an unrealistic person. I know what a busy life is. I was an executive in corporate America. I know exactly what it means to work beyond an eight to five, to be available, and I say that in quotes, on call with these stupid phones, Weekends, evenings, I was traveling all across the globe. I wasn't home with my husband very much. So I know what it means to have a busy, crazy life. And it's legit. And some of these things you cannot push off. 
So if you have something that's overwhelming or a day or a week, or maybe even it's a season that you just cannot feel like you can get into the groove. And that might be how you are in the middle of the summer. Whether it's warm where you are or cold where you are, you may just have that moment of, I don't have my routine in place. I'm not consistent with my soul, my mind, and my body. And it could be all three of those legs. The way to fix it all is with God. You know the answer. I told you my ministry is as simple as go to Jesus. And let's even say go to Jesus through Mary. So if you've got, again, a whopper day ahead of you and you do not know how you're going to get everything done, maybe you don't even know how to do something. It's not that you're going to get it done, but you got to get it done and you don't know how. That's been my life for, through my whole ministry. Everything I try to do. The podcast, for example, at one point, I didn't even have a clue what a podcast was. When I first came out in my ministry, I didn't have time to monkey around with Facebook. I thought it was just a bunch of people posting their food. What a waste of time. And then I have to get out there it took me forever to even learn how to post. What is the purpose of this, you know? How do I write a book? How do I do a website? How, 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 how? And I was panicked a lot of the time because in the beginning of my journey, I didn't know how to bring God in and how to give him my anxiousness, my worry, my fear, because that's really what it was. My insecurity, constantly still in the beginning of my journey, 2018, which wasn't the beginning of my journey, was the beginning of my journey with my ministry. I was all fearful, worrying about what people were going to think of me too, as I left this prestigious job that I thought defined who I was. I was slowly living my life as a child of God but I didn't dive in. And that's what I want us to do is to reset, dive in to Jesus. Ask for his help. Lord, you know what's on my plate today. <laughs> I have so much to do and some of it I don't know how to do. So I'm going to sit with you and I'm going to ask for you to come in and take this burden. And I am going to, throughout the day, call out to you and thank you as I see you helping me with my day. I've told this story before, so I'm going to say it fast because I know there are new listeners. I do not like math. Me and math are brutal. I used to cry at the kitchen table with my dad when we would go over those word problems. I just have a mental block when it comes to math. So I don't like taxes. I don't like details. I'm not an administrative person. I'm so, I don't know, scatterbrained that I've booked flights 
where I'm departing from the arrival city that I'm supposed to be going to. And, the, and I find out the day that I'm driving to the airport. Oh my gosh, I booked my flight to depart out of Dallas and I'm, I'm driving to Chicago. Hello, I don't have a flight right now. This is the stupid stuff that I do. So when it comes to taxes and receipts and I had the whole year ahead of me, and I was panicked. And I'm also a procrastinator. So I waited until April, what, 13th. And I've got to do it. My husband's like, you are running out of time. So I'm at Daily Mass. And I walk by the Adoration Chapel. And I just feel a little pull. Like, come and see me. And I remembered somewhere on a radio station or something where someone said, you know, even if it's five minutes... Just go on in, sit with Jesus, find your peace. And so I thought, okay, I'll go do that because I need to find some peace here. I sat down. I was not peaceful. All I was thinking about was what I had to do. And so I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. Maybe three minutes I'm in there. Thanks, Jesus. I didn't get anything out of this. And then I feel in my heart, stay a little longer. So I sit a little longer it turned out to be an hour and every minute I spent letting go and letting God, which I used to say, what a stupid saying that is. What does that even mean? <laughs> well, that's what it means. I let go of my worldly cares and I let God into my heart and I let God into my soul and his spirit filled me. To the point where I had no anxiousness, I had no worry, I felt amazing, amazing. I got in the car after that hour. I didn't drive like a bat out of you know where heading to my house to get this. I was still so calm. I was smiling. I was thanking God because I said, I don't know what's going on here, Lord, but I know it's you. And then when I walked in, I just put one receipt on the table. You should have seen all of the counter space in my kitchen. And then I just went one by one by one. And about three hours later, I was done. Shocked, in awe, amazing. And throughout the time, I just kept thanking God. Like, thank you for not having me be anxious about this and worried about this. And then my husband comes home, of course, and he's got to check out my work. And I told him this whole thing. I told him it was done in three hours and he was amazed. And honestly, I got three more things on my to-do list done that day. This can happen with anything, soul mind, and body, whatever you are struggling with, we need to push the reset button with God and just sit, relax, let him shower his peace over you and put the past behind you. Don't think about the two weeks that you haven't moved a muscle. Don't think about the three weeks that you've eaten horribly or the five weeks that you've told yourself you're going to start praying, but you haven't started praying. Don't think about that. Just think about letting go, 
and letting God, giving it to him and sitting in peace and solitude and quiet. It'd be even cooler if you could go to see Jesus, but you can find Jesus anywhere. You can do this in your home. And then ask him, Lord, help me to do the next best thing. Help me to make the next best choice. I am telling you, I'm going to share this in this video, maybe tomorrow. I'll share it tomorrow because I hate to share things that I haven't watched all the way through or listened to all the way through because I've been burned before where something weird happens at the end and people are like, you believe that? And I'm like, what? I kind of only watched three quarters of it. <laughs> Don't, you won't get that from me. I'll watch everything before I share it with you. It's a long one. It is Father Ripperger, y'all know him, the exorcist priest, who put together, this is a couple of years ago. Boy, I wish he did it recently, but it was a couple of years ago, and it is spot on. It goes through communism, Marxism, and the demonic, how similar they are, and how in some cases, some of these communists and Marxists are possessed by demons, influenced or oppressed or obsessed by demons. It really opens your eyes and it teaches you exactly what is going on in front of us, exactly what they do to control their populations, how many lies they tell. It's amazing. Amazing. So I will share that with you, but it may help on your journey of discernment. Whose voice am I listening to? What are Satan's ploys in my life? We know what Satan's ploys are in general. To destroy. He doesn't build anything. He's the father of lies. He lies and lies and lies and lies and lies and lies some more. But... He also, if it's good for him, will tell a little bit of truth. And he may do some good things when in order to get to a bad thing that will destroy us even more. Always important to stay up on the devil's tricks. Anyway, and I know what I want to talk about that I can't talk about now because I'm not done with this thing, but I am really taking it all into consideration when I think about my drinking. You know, I'm kind of going through that, you know, two a night or nothing. What is it? What isn't it? Is this of God? Is this of Satan? Again, not a bad thing to have two drinks. Not a bad thing to have no drinks. Some may say, well, it's much better to have nothing so that you're stone cold sober all the time. And yes, I know, but two drinks doesn't get me drunk. Two drinks does good for my marriage. You know, it's just, a, it's yeah, such a strange, strange walk. And you might be like, geez, you haven't decided yet. No, because discernment takes time. And I don't want my decisions to overrule God's. 
So I'm really taking my time and I'm praying through all of it. It's kind of cool. But some of these decisions are not as easy as you think. And I do know, I certainly probably wouldn't have any issue with not drinking. Other than the fact that it would be a big change in my marriage. Which could be good. Could be fabulous. Could be wonderful. Or could be tension. Could be awkward. Could be different. Obviously it would be different. It's not like he hasn't seen me not drink. It's not like I haven't gone six weeks in Lent or, you know, shutting it down pretty good during Advent. So again, paying attention, looking at how my life is when I'm drinking, when I'm not drinking, just really, really trying to hear God's voice. And some of you may be like, boy, you're really tearing it up with this, you know, just make a decision and go with it. And that is not how I roll with things like this. (laughs) I roll with God. I got to put him first because I know my own desires in this regard might overrule his and I may fool myself or Satan fools me to make the wrong decision. And I don't want to do that. Okay, I'm getting off on another topic. Let's get back to the reset. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Big deep breath, inhaling the Holy Spirit into our bodies. Relaxing and letting go of everything. We are no longer the person we were yesterday, Lord. We are renewed in your spirit. And we ask that you change our internal being. Help us be excited and have a zeal for life. Remind us that we're your children. We're called out of this world and that when we do better, everyone around us that sees us does better. Help us to reignite the passion we had when we started this journey of our soul our mind, and our body. We know life is not easy. We get thrown curveballs all the time. Bad stuff happens. Good stuff happens. Weird stuff happens. But that is why the soul, mind, and body need to be strong and coordinated and in sync so that anything that comes to us, even if it's a little bit of a funk, we can deal with it with you. We can give it to you and walk through the circumstances of our lives with our head held high and our heart wide open to accept your love and your guidance and your grace. Therefore, loving ourselves and loving our neighbors. So Lord, renew us today. And from this day forward, help us to renew ourselves every day, every 24 hours. Every day is different, but every day can be a God day. 
and with you in our heart. And when we let go and let you drive and fill us with your beautiful fruits and your gifts, we can be, we're unstoppable. We can be love like this world has never seen. And we know it needs it so much. So we ask for you, Jesus, to pour your precious blood over us and protect us. All you guardian angels, please guide us and lead us. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Walk us every step through today, always keeping our eyes on the sacred heart of Jesus. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty, everyone. You know, with God, you can do anything. And that means turn the boat around. Get back on that path. Have him pick you up like a loving father. You being this teeny tiny little baby, whining and crying and, God, I can't get off this path. Do whatever you got to do. And then allow him to pick you up like a little toddler, set you on his path, patting you on your little bottom as you waddle your way down, trying to stay on it. I mean, that's kind of what I think about sometimes, you know, childlike love and, and childlike life. Like we have to be like children because you know what? We are waddling down that path. We aren't while we are adults in our physical lives here in our temporal world, we are toddlers and babies out there on that path. And yeah, we're going to fall. We're going to scrape our knees. We're going to fall off the path. Some of us may fall off the path, into the gravel, into the cornfield, you know, like those are big falls, but God can pick you up from those too. Don't forget to go to confession. It's a beautiful sacrament, especially if you are not putting God in the center of your life. Make that part of your confession, that you are not abiding by the first commandment. It is a command. So John Leonetti, I want to just capture this and then I'll let you go. But John Leonetti and I together on Iowa Catholic Radio, we were talking about forgiveness and love. And God doesn't say, hey, if you feel like it, forgive someone. If you feel like loving someone, then love someone. He commands us to do it. And our first commandment is to keep God the center of our heart and no other thing shall we idolize. Our phone, our family, our job, the world, world events. I mean, some of us can even go crazy. I know this was me. All I did was watch Catholic stuff. <laughs> it consumed me. And that is even bad too. I know you'd be like, what? How in the world can that possibly be bad? Well, when you're ignoring things like your family and your kids and other things, because all you are doing is focusing on that one thing, you're not living your state in life. And let's not forget what that is. 
So all you spouses out there, how are you loving your spouse? How are you making your spouse's life better? All you parents out there, how are you living your life so that your kids can see how you are changing, how your heart is changing, or maybe even your kids can see how your marriage is changing. And you single people out there, how are you holding yourself up high when you're out and about with your friends? Are you getting drunk, partying, doing things that God wouldn't approve of? Or are you still that fun, loving person who is in control that other people look at and say, wow, look at you. Okay, I'm keeping, I don't know why I keep going, but I have been really impressed with Candace Owens, that chick, Brett, who's also on the Daily Wire with her. I just saw a thing from Joe Rogan who said, I don't know, I may quit drinking. I just saw a friend of mine lose absolute control and it was embarrassing and I don't ever want to be that way. And you're looking at a dude who's, I don't know, I think he's in his 50s. I'm a bad, bad, bad judge of age, but he's not a young punk. And I just think that drugs and alcohol and gaming, I mean, it's, I don't know, I don't think it's good. (laughs) And yet I'm looking at my own life and looking at, okay, two drinks, no drinks discernment people. All right. I'm letting you go back into your day because you're going to go be loved to yourself and to others. You're going to get yourself back on track. You're going to look at this body as a gift to you that was bought at a great price. So let's make sure that we get our soul, mind, and body in sync and do it today. No more on the other path cry like the biggest baby ever to get the father's attention to pick you up and put you on his path. All right, everyone. I love you all. As you know, find something more with God, with God, with God, with God. Don't do this on your own. Soul, mind, and body. Have a blessed and inspired day.